Welcome to Off the Rip with your hosts that front like they know the most. We talking smack about whoever, whatever is currently on our minds. We ain't no experts, so don't get hurt if we say something that rubs you the wrong way. This is a place where ideas get thrown out and tossed around. If you can't take the heat, get up out the kitchen. We about to serve them up. It's Reem D, Mook, and Shiz. It's Off the Rip. Nothing in common. Nothing to say, nothing in common. I can't stay, come for the comments. Yo, 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 what's going on? Coming at you live. We have a special edition pod right now. Hello, good morning. Tell me what the lick read. We're coming at you with, again, a special edition pod. You know what? Uh, sometimes uh, we've been talking about it. We've been championing it. Uh, we've been talking about uh, just as men coming together and um, creating a safe space for, for men to hold each other up, to support each other, and um, talk about mental health, talk about what we're going through and express ourselves and uh, – be okay with that, be cool with that, and, and make that a, a thing that's that's um an upwards trend. And uh we not just want to talk about it, we wanna we wanna walk about it too, you know, talk the talk, walk the walk. And right now, um, we have a moment where we can really uh put our money where our mouth is. Um, one of our brothers asked and uh called us to action so uh we could create this forum and create this space where we have one another to talk to and discuss some things. And um with that. I'm just going to get out the damn way. I'm going to hand it off. I'm going to call the ISO for my man, Mook. Uh, so, Mook, passing you the rock. You can take it from here, man. Thank you. I really appreciate, um, you know, you guys being here for, for me um, throughout this. Um, it's been something that's, you know, kind of built up for a time period. And I've been kind of keeping it to myself. And and today it kind of just, you know, completely hit ahead. And and it got, you know, really bad. Um uh, the, as you all know, um, obviously my fiance just had, um, a, a baby, our first child. Uh, so, you know, it was, you know, it's an adjustment period, you know, everything. I, I love my baby. I love my fiance, you know, I'm completely happy. So, you know, you think you, you don't have any, you know, worries in the world, but, you know, you never really focus on your own health and, and mental and, and today, all that kind of came down to me. And like, I want to tell you guys, like, fellas, I've never experienced something like I did today multiple times and hope that nobody ever has to experience it in my lifetime. Um, my first, I've had minor anxiety attacks of the last few years, you know, something for a little bit. And, you know, you go through this period where you think, you know, you're going to pass out or die or something like that. And, and, but it just kind of fades away and that's the end of it. And through this period, um, the first time I had one since this was the day before Dahlia was going into, to, to labor. Um, my dad drives up to, to New York. So I'm talking to him on the phone. He's at my brother's basketball game. Um, my mom's still at home because she told me she wants to be there for the, the birth of the child and everything. Um, Dahlia, you know, I was making sure, you know, taking care of her and everything. So she wanted to get, you know, Mexican food. So I'm driving across Brockton to get the food and, you know, driving, everything's normal and stuff like that. And it hits me like instantly. Like I can't even explain the feeling that came over me. Like everything just kind of started slowing down and I started getting hot and had to turn into a parking lot real quick just because like, I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. Like I thought, like literally thought I was dying and I didn't, 
I didn't know what to do. The first thing I do is I call Dahlia and I'm like, like this is going on and stuff like that. And Dahlia's experienced it with me before. So she knows that I had this, but it's gotten progressively worse. And it was something that I didn't want to admit to myself. Cause like, you know, as a man, you never want to admit that you have a weakness. And that's why I'm having this conversation with you guys. Cause I want to show you guys, like I'm vulnerable. Like, you know, I want to show the world that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to have worries. It's okay to have fears. It's okay that you don't have all the answers in the world. You have to accept that. And I think that by bringing this to attention to you guys and bringing this attention to our listeners, I feel like it's a, a space that everybody can learn and grow from. Going all the way up into the pregnancy, I'd been worried about just, you know, making sure Dahlia's mental health was good, making sure the baby's health was good, you know, just taking care of that stuff. And I never put in my mind that I have to be worried about myself too. As, as a provider of a household, as a head of a household, and I don't want to make it seem like, you know, there's gender roles or anything like that, but, you know, being the man of the household, you know, you never want to worry anybody else. You're supposed to be the tough. You're supposed to be the backbone of the family. You're supposed to, you know, whatever there's an issue, you're supposed to take care of yourself. And so back to, back to that day. So I had the incident and told her about it and, you know, I thought everything was good. So we go have the baby and everything. I'm you know, happy and joyful. And I did the podcast the following week. And I told you guys like, bro, like, it's the greatest film in the world. And I completely mean that. Like that was, I've never had a film like that in my life. There was, I've never had joy like that in my life. And, you know, yeah, I'm still worrying about, you know, Dahlia's mental state every day I wake up every day asking you know how she's doing how's the baby doing when I'm at work I'm constantly asking questions and stuff you know how everybody's feeling and stuff and you know the last few weeks it's gotten really hard and I think even at one point in one of our last podcasts Darius points out at one of the end of the episodes he was like you're looking like you haven't slept so you he's you guys have seen it and obviously you're not, I'm not making light of the situation, but like you guys have seen it and, and, and called it out, but it wasn't like you were looking, you know, you were looking past that. And I kind of just like kind of brushed it off and just kind of laughed about it. It was like, haha, like, yeah, you know, just playing it off and, and making shows, you know, all cool and stuff. So the last couple of weeks, you know, everything's kind of, you know, gotten back to normal and, you know, random things like that you would look forward to just d- didn't excite me for weeks now so like for example like y'all know how much I love basketball if I have a men's league game coming up I'm thinking about it a few days in advance if I had a game coming up I it's it just I just happen to get to 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 Sunday when the game is and that was it and that's the end of it like I wasn't looking forward to that you know I'm coming home my, I'm, I'm holding my daughter and stuff and and the baby's crying in front of me and it's like you hear it but like I'm not mentally hearing it you know what I'm saying like it's it's going on and and I can't feel or respond to it and stuff and 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 like while all this is going on I'm still checking on Daya's mental health because like that's that's way more important than than my mental my mental sanity and stuff like that but I never wanted to you know call myself out for like like how are you doing you know and the last couple weeks like I said you know 
nothing's excited me to go on or nothing, nothing, I don't look forward to anything. And on Sunday, I want to say Sunday night, you know, it was really bad over the weekend and stuff, but I'm kind of just pushing off to the side. Saturday, I barely slept. Sunday, I'm barely sleeping. You know, Sunday going into Monday, I can't go to bed at all. Like, I'm up until 4 a.m. 4 a.m. I'm up to. And it's not even like I'm not tired. It's I just feel nothing. I'm completely numb. I just feel, yes, Monday, I feel like I'm in a dream. Nothing seems real. Like this conversation right now is not even feeling real. Like I can't, I can't explain you the feeling because I don't know what's going on. You know, I just feel just completely numb to emotion, numb to everything going on right now. And some, like I told you, Monday, I'm feeling like this. So like, I'm thinking, you know, this is why I'm thinking something's wrong with me. So I'm telling Dahlia, I told Dahlia about it and I'm saying, you know, I think it's maybe I'm dehydrated or not eating enough or, or whatever the case may be. Like, I'm just trying to come up with excuses because I can't pinpoint what's going on with me. And today I get to work and, you know, get to work, do my regular routine and stuff. Like I set an alarm clock for 6.30 every morning because I purposely do that because I want to go run. I want to go jog. I want to just do something in the morning. And I'll wake up at 6.30 and just look around and then go back to sleep until 7 o'clock. And then I'll wake up and then start my day. You know what I'm saying? Like I purposely set an alarm like, listen, get up this early so you can actually do something. And you set an alarm, you wake up at that time and nothing, nothing happens. And then today I get to work. I'm doing my work I sit in front of a computer screen for 10 minutes and then remember I'm supposed to be printing something and I'm looking at what I'm supposed to be doing it's like a mental block up here and it's terrible and and that's when I texted you guys I was like yo like I need to have an emergency I need to have an emergency you know conversation tonight because like I need to talk to somebody about this, but I didn't want to word it. That's why I had to tell you guys what it was because I didn't want to word it like, hey, I need to talk to you guys tonight because I don't want to worry you guys throughout the day, but I also didn't want to talk about it at this point. So I told you exactly what it was and like try to keep it like, you know, short and brief. Like yesterday, I, me and Shiz met up for lunch yesterday and I literally met up with Shiz because Daria told me, hey, maybe that'll help you get out of this. And I was like, okay, I'll go eat with Shiz and see if like maybe that'll get my mental back together. Maybe that'll help me cope with what I'm going on. Maybe it, I just needed a conversation or something like that. And it didn't work. So today I'm at work. I tell my boss, like, I, I, I can't work today. And my boss, she's great. So she told me, like, you know, if you need some time off, you can go home and stuff for the day. Like, take your time for yourself. Because everybody in the office knows I had a brand new baby. My, I got pictures of the baby. Y'all see all the time I'm posting on social media of the baby. Like, I love this. I love this kid more than life itself. And when I told her that, she, when I told her that, you know, I was going through, I was like, she was like, okay. So then, you know, while I'm going to pick up my stuff, I'm, my other coworker, she's sitting there, but I'm not talking to her. I'm just grabbing my stuff and throwing it. And I'm ready to get back to my car and just leave. Right. So she was like, Hey, like what's going on? And like, I don't like to break down in front of people, but I legitimately broke down. It's like something just triggered and all these emotions just came over my body and I just completely shut down and 
I'm just bawling in my office and stuff like that. And I'm like, and I'm just like, I, I can't tell you what's going on because I don't know. You know, I I looked up the symptoms and found like that has like the only way that it can be like that's I it like the the it was like in my face the whole time like I knew what it was but I just didn't want to believe it that's that's a better way of putting it I knew what it was but I didn't want to believe it because you know as as a black man you you know would I wouldn't say what taught you but you know how society kind of views us and how we're supposed to take things. We're supposed to just car, uh, car, I can't even fucking talk right now. We're supposed to just keep that I'm stuff inside. Yeah, car, uh, yeah, that word. I'm telling you, this shit got me fucked up, bro. I'm telling you. Gotcha, but, but, you know, we're supposed to just keep that in us and just, you know, just keep on with our days and stuff like that. And I feel like I want to, first of all, I want to apologize to, to, to our listeners and audience. Like if I've said anything, I'm pretty sure I haven't, but just to, to, to stay safe, if I said anything about, you know, mental health not being real or, or, or not believing in it and stuff like that, like, I want to completely apologize because, like, I was completely wrong. I don't think I did, but just in case I did, I want to come out and say, like, denounce that, like, that shit is real. Like, it's completely real. It's completely something that I don't want anybody else to experience. And like, so like I said, after I broke down today at work and stuff and they're talking to me and, you know, let me, you know, know what's going on. I try to try to call my mom and stuff. And, 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 you know, she's, you know, she, we're going through it. It's like, you know, she's, you know, trying to help me through it and, and what the next steps are and stuff. And, and I get back home from work today. And, you know, obviously I told Dahlia, you know, everything that happened and stuff, but the worst thing about it was like, I've been trying my hardest not to show it to her because like, I, I, I don't want to do it in front of her and my child because like you, she has enough to going on in her plate right now that I don't want her to have to worry about me on top of that. Like you ask her every single day, I ask her how she's doing, how's the baby doing? And I'll do it multiple times during the day. Cause like, that's my biggest concern. And I get home and you know, she's, doing whatever like just trying to like you know help cheer me up and stuff like that and you know I thought I'm getting back to some sort of sense of of normalcy and um you know I'm watching my brother play and stuff today and and you know everything's like fine and then you know about six o'clock I tell Dahlia's like yo I'm gonna take a nap I'm gonna set my alarm to about 7 7 30 so I know to get up right before the podcast because I was I was so happy that we were gonna have this conversation because it was like you feel like you're getting something off of you and, and, you know, spreading it to the world and letting everybody know. And Dolly was so supportive. And she's like, yo, like you should do this because you don't know what listener is listening right now that this could help them. You don't know, you know, Rashawn um, is, you know, ex- about to experience the same. Th- well, I, no, I don't want Rashawn to experience the same thing, but Rashawn is about to ha- um, have his own family too. And you want him to have all the information so he can, you know, avoid, this happening to him as well so i was like you know what you're right like i'm i'm gonna do this so like i said i try to lay down at six o'clock i can't sleep at all i'm just laying there and i i can't sleep tossing and turning on the couch and um dahlia's feeding um zolani and at that point dahlia has to go change a diaper so i was like all right i'll just go back there with her 
So then as I'm getting up, I'm like, all right, let me just go take a shower. Maybe that'll kind of wake me up and kind of get me out of this, this whole mindset that, you know, maybe I can start focusing on what I need to focus on. And then it happened again. And this time it was much worse than, than happened at, at, at 12 o'clock today when I was at work. And I couldn't properly cry. I couldn't properly speak. I was just like making noises. Like I was trying to, I was trying to say stuff and I was like, what do you want me to do? And I'm like, I, I couldn't even tell her what to do because like up here, I'm not functioning. I'm just trying to get something out. Like I was having like one of those anxiety attacks. I feel like I was going to pass out. Like I was going to faint in the middle of, you know, my, my um, bedroom. And she's like, like, she's like, do you want me to like, just sit down? I was like, I, I, I can't sit down right now. And she was like, do you want me to, you know, call the ambulance? I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Like, I'm just like trying to like mouth out stuff. And then she was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to call your mom. I'm going to call your mom. And I was like, and like, at first I was like, no, but then I was like, at this point, like, yes, like maybe that's who I need to talk to at this point. That's why you guys saw my mom uh, a little while ago when, when we first started the podcast, she was just leaving here. And I, called Rashawn right as this is going on I'm like because like I told you like this was so important to me having this conversation that I felt bad that I didn't want to text the whole group because I didn't want to make it seem like I'm canceling you guys after you guys have you know you have your whole days going on and and you took the time out to to have this conversation I'm canceling you guys if I hit up Rashawn and told him like listen like I don't know what's going on I'm trying to fight through it and stuff I'm gonna really try to be on this podcast today but like, if I can't, like, I'm, I'm sorry and stuff like that. And in Michelle fashion, he calls me and like, I don't know if he can hear it, but like, I'm still like in the middle of this, this panic and I can't even mouth out words and stuff like that. And I'm like really focusing on what I'm trying to say and we're having this conversation. And I'm like, you know, I'm just telling him like, like I, I, I just don't know what's going on with me. And he was like, bro, like take all the time you need. So that's when, when, when I hit you guys again to like do this podcast, like I was like full fledged, like I'm doing this because I have to do this. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like, well, should I do this? Maybe I shouldn't do this. Like I have to do this because if I don't get this out there, somebody might end up going through the same thing and not understanding it. Like I, I just want somebody to have a voice. Like I want people to listen to this and understand like somebody is always there. Somebody understands you. Like my mom was saying, like she came, she coming from come from Cambridge she came all the way back to back home just to talk to me and, and and stay in the house with me and just you know make sure I was okay and me and her like me her Dahlia like we had like a, a sit down and we just you know just discussed everything and what's going on and how 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 to 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 get over this and and obviously like my mom's like she said like she's not a doctor but she like referred me like listen you need to to go talk to somebody you know, I set up an appointment on, on Thursday. Like I said, like mental health is, is not talked about as much in, in our community, but it really needs to be. And um, I feel like I keep repeating the same thing, but like, you know, I'm telling you, it's like mentally like hard to, for me to process and, and want to get out. Like I, I should have wrote everything I, I wanted to, to get out down, but like, I just want to make sure like, you know, I want it to be as authentic as possible. I don't want it to be like, this was scripted. Like, this is not scripted. This is completely real. This is, this is real shit right here. Like, I'm not making any of this up. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have called you guys today and said like, let's do this podcast so I can make this shit up. Like, this shit is real. So like, I just want to say like, 
Like, I love all y'all. Like, I'm really appreciative that y'all got on this call with me today. Like, I don't care if it was just one of you guys or all of you guys. Like, regardless, the fact that y'all sat there and answered me and said, like, yo, like, I'm there for you. Darius texted literally two seconds after I sent the text message. Um, Trev answered literally right after that. Shiz called me today. Reem always checks on me. So, so like, this, this podcast is more than just a podcast to me. Like, I full-fledged believe, like, this shit is just more than just us having a conversation this is for the masses i said two years ago when we first started this podcast like in a year i want you know if this touches one person then we did our job like this this is the reason why i do this this is the reason why every sunday no matter whenever you guys tell me this is when the podcast is that's why i do this because i know you know even though like half the time we're making each other laugh and having a good time because you know that's what we like to do but regardless we still have these conversations we still have these deep conversations and these conversations that need to be had so i want to say like thank you i love y'all bro um i want to give a shout out to dahlia real quick like i can't have a more perfect woman in my life like absolutely can't have more of a perfect woman in my life my fault if i start tearing up and stuff like that but like the shit is like real like i can't ask for anything better my mom i couldn't ask for a better mother my brother my dad like i my brother knows nothing about this because I refuse to let him know about this because I didn't want him to worry about me. Like I want, I wanted to to have this moment like with you guys. And I was like, eventually down the line, once I overcome this and stuff, then I'll have this conversation with Noah or he'll listen to the podcast and hear it whenever, whenever this drops, you know what I'm saying? But, and, and Zolani, obviously, you know, I love her too as well. But that's, that's all I had to say. I, I thank you guys for listening. Uh, I really appreciate you guys. Like this, this, like this means you don't know how much this shit really means to me. Thank you for being so vulnerable, man. Appreciate it. Nah, for real, bro. There's so much power in you just being vulnerable, man. And I hope Noah listens to this podcast, man, because that, that is the authentic you. And I think he needs to hear that from his big brother you know we're all going through some shit so we love you bro thank you dog and um if i could just invite you mook just just invite you to breathe dog just like just breathe bro like that whole time i felt like you was just keeping that tension up here in your chest and stopping yourself from letting letting that go and just like really letting that go so, like, take that time to breathe, bro. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I just, I appreciate you. I appreciate 1,000%. you, you know, taking the time to do this. I appreciate you doing that work to, you know, figure out what's going on with you, you know, and throughout all that, still be worried about your family. You know, like, it speaks to the kind of person you are. The fact that you're dealing with, you know, this crisis that you're going through and you're still worried about Zelani, you're still worried about Dahlia. Um, you know, that's, that's who you are you know, when I met you and that's, you know, who you continue to be. So I, I thank you for being that person, you know, and being a man of your word to, you know, encourage, you know, men, people of color, but just anybody to like, you know, speak about their feelings and what's going on. You know, the, the words that you said, you know, are, are powerful, um, extremely powerful, you know, and, and to hear that, you know, I, I hope a lot of people hear, you know, what you're going through. So like you said, they, they can you know, be helped. They can be heard and know that, you know, they're not alone in that. So, you know, 
I want to say thank you, you know, for being able to, to do that because I know that couldn't have been easy. Yeah, what, what, what you just did is more brave than what many other people do, man. Um, I just want to commend you on your bravery, um, your courage, and, um, you know, just full transparency, man. I was I was talking to Rashawn. I was talking to Kareem and Trevor in the back, like, yo, like, we just, you know, what whatever Mook needs, like, if we just need to chat it up with him, we can chat it up with him. But, you know, the, in the back of my head, I was like, but he wants to record. And I'm like, that's what he asked for. So that's what that's what we need to do. And I reiterated that to Rashawn too, that like, if this is what he needs, this is how we got to support him. This is what he asked for. He asked for help. And this yeah. is how he asked for it. And so it was very, very important to me that, that we gave you this space and that we did follow through and record. Because again, just knowing how monumental, one, just how you said that text that came through, I answered in a second because immediately, and, and as you said, so I don't know. Sometimes my spider sense goes off, bro. Like you said, I could see it, but I could I didn't know how to say it. I didn't know how to pinpoint it. When I'm like, "Yo, man, we look like you haven't slept in days." Like, you know, even just when I asked y'all at the beginning of the pods, like, "How are y'all doing?" Like, like I'm, I'm trying to figure out like how can I, how can I go deeper with that? Because that's really I'm trying to check in at every pod. Like, how are we really doing? Like, I'm not just like surface level. How are we doing? I really want to know like what's going on. How are we doing before we get to any of the shits or any of the bullshit? Like, what's going on with us? How are we doing? Um, and and again, man, I just really appreciate you for this, man. I, I, I just, um. Just thank you, man. And, and and I can relate too, man. When you talk about that, I didn't realize I've I've now that you say it and what you described, I've had a panic attack too. Um in a different situation when when I was moving, when I was moving away from Amherst from my hometown, finally moving away. My dad is gone. I'm leaving my house. Um, I'm moving to Boston. I'm leaving my mom. And I'm just finally, I'm on my own own for once, like finally. And I had to, like you said, I had to pull over because I couldn't drive, man. Like I just shut down, like again, just got in my chest, like started hyperventilating, pulled over and just like had to take a second. Again, called my mother, my support. Uh, she told me what she needed to do, but you know, I was never able to label that really mm -hmm. until I'm hearing what you're going through. And I'm like, oh, shit, I've had a panic attack before. You know, so like uh, we say that in our work, uh, me and Rashawn's work, you know, when one man does his work, we all do our work. So just from you opening up with that, I was able to do some work on my own and, and think about my own my own battles with anxiety or panic. So thank you for that, because if you didn't bring that up, I would have never processed that on my own for myself. <laughs> yeah, just you similar to D just you describing that like I I deal with anxiety like I'm a I'm a overthinker <laughs> I shake even when I talk my voice sounds shaky um and I had a serious anxiety attack about a month ago um I was dealing with like a final exam I was on my I was literally at work I think I might have called D this day too and I was like yo I was in my car for 45 minutes just like shaking uncontrollably couldn't breathe and 
throughout that entire time, I just had like self-defeating thoughts. Fuck, I can't, I can't get over this hump. I don't have anything on the paper. I don't know if I can make it through this day. And I'm a failure. I'm this and that. Like, how's my how's my wife gonna perceive me? How, you know, is she gonna think I'm a failure? All these things going through my head, bro, for 45 minutes. And I'm trying to deal with this shit. And I'm calling my dad. And you know, my dad, he ain't up that early. So I'm like, I'm I'm really all alone. That's my go-to person. And I'm just like, fuck. And you talk about the situation with Dahlia and, you know, not wanting to put a lot on her plate. It was something that it, it took a lot for me to, to tell Annabelle later on that day. Like, I think I had a panic attack today and I, I didn't want her to, to freak out or anything, but I mean, that's, that's just what I was going through, man. So I, I definitely feel connected to you, bro. And I, and I'm oftentimes reminded of, um, <laughs> we had a, we had a special podcast. I think it was going into 2021. We had a new year's resolution thing. And I remember you saying, man, that you wanted to provide a platform or, you know, provide a voice for the voiceless, man. And you're doing that right now, bro. So you're definitely walking in your purpose, man. For real. I just, I, again, fellas, like, y'all don't know how much this really means to me. Like I'm, I'm thankful for you guys. Like I said, I thank you for my family and stuff. My mom who came out here and stuff. You know, like I'm, I'm really thankful for support because <clears throat> you don't, you really never know who's out there to support you. And I'm not gonna say like, I, you know, like, you know, whatever people aren't gonna support you, whatever the case may be, but you don't really understand like how important your circle is that people that constantly stand with you, you know, they always say for, for better or worse, you know, good or bad, that people are going to stand in your corner. And you see that when, when a situation like this, you know, comes about like y'all are the first one to, to, to drop everything and, and, and do what you had to do, what you had to do to be here. And like I said, you don't have to, you, y'all don't have to be here. You, I know you guys have significant others that, you know, you guys have worked all day and, and your significant other, others are here and, and they're, uh, <laughs> they're, uh, they're waiting for you guys. And y'all took the time to just to talk to me this evening like that. Y'all don't realize like how, how much that really means to me. Nah, man, everything came to a fucking halt, bro. You, yeah. you don't understand. Everything came to a halt, dog. Wife who? I had, I had shit nobody, to do, bro. I told him, I said, listen, <laughs> listen, I'm recording tonight. I don't give a damn what you're doing. All right. I got to talk to my man, ah. Mook. Yeah, he talking. He talking a little spicy right now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, for real though, man, for real. That's that's love, bro. Um, and, and yeah, just shout out to everybody. I feel like we formed like Voltron, just communication, uh, just talking to everybody behind the scenes, just making sure everybody's good, just making sure everybody was abreast of the situation, um, and everybody's flexibility um, and and understanding. So shout out to you guys as well. Luke, how you feel now getting that off your chest, man? It feels like a, a, a weight's been lifted off my chest. Like I said, like I told you, I had the, the, the attack, you know, the anxiety attack, you know, maybe we're looking at three hours ago or whatever the case may be. And, you know, obviously my mom calmed me down. Dahlia got me some tea and stuff like that. So, like, that kind of cooled me down a little bit. But, you know, really sitting down and just kind of having a, a platform just to, to throw everything out there, you know, you know, now that I've 
I've had, you know, had to say it a, a couple of times that, you know, I told Dahlia about it and I told, you know, my mom about it and stuff, but having the time now to like, having more time to process it all and, you know, really absorb it in and, and, and really get into like release it and, you know, pulling everything out of you and, and just putting it on, on, on paper. It, it felt, it, it feels amazing right now. You know, like I said, like this whole time, I didn't know how how to to approach the whole situation. I've been I've been fighting it and trying to like just throw it off and try to find like oh it's just dehydration. I'm just not eating enough. I'm not exercising. I'm not sleeping right. And you try to find every excuse in the world when you secretly do know what it is, but you're trying to trying to find a way to like overcome it without having to you know, take the problem on head on. So. And then it, that compounds, right? Because absolutely. you have the mental part going on. And then again, like you said, sleep deprivation is real. Mm-hmm. Not being eat, not being able to eat is real. Like that, that will have a real effect on your physical and mental as well. So that compounded with the mental um, can just cook for a, a situation that, that is overbearing and overwhelming. Absolutely. Yeah, it sounds sounds a lot like depression. Yeah, absolutely. So I noticed you were kind of dancing around it. You kept saying it, but you you, you had about yeah. sounds like you had a pop, about a depression. Yeah, exactly. And like I haven't used the word. Like the first time I used it today was when I texted you guys. Like, listen, I'm dealing with postpartum depression, and I didn't obviously said it and stuff, but like, you never actually like sit down and think like, okay, like this is really happening. How do I overcome it? It was just kind of like, okay, I've got it. Bam. That's the end of it. I'll figure it out. And it just keeps eating away, eating away at you and, and weighing on your mind. And, and like I was saying, like I was more focused on, on everybody else. And like, y'all know me, like I'm not a selfish person. So I never put myself before anybody. And that can be a gift and a curse because, you know, the gift is that, you know, you make sure like all your friends and family and, and, and relatives and stuff like that know like you got mad love for them no matter what the situation is, but you never actually check and say like, like, damn, like, am I okay? And I think it's, oh, it's uh, I think it's important that you kind of noted that, um, you know, for a lot of people that aren't familiar with postpartum and just kind of how that affects, you know, the the couple, both people, you know, it's not just something that women go through, but that men deal with it as well. You know, like having a baby, starting a family is stressful, you know, physically and biologically for the women, but also, you know, mentally and emotionally for the men and the women. Um, and I think, again, it's one of those things where, uh, unfortunately, the men kind of get ignored, um, you know, one, because the, the women are bearing the child and they're going through a lot, again, mentally and physically. So you, you want to provide the care and support for them. But sometimes that means that the men's problems kind of have to become second um, to make sure that the baby's OK and, and you know, and the mom's OK. Um, but, you know, but the fact that you bring attention to it, you know, it, it is so important because it highlights that men do deal with these kind of things. They, it's incredibly stressful, you know, to to have a child and to worry about finances and family and how you're going to care for them and that, you know, your wife is okay. And, and, you know, all the other things that probably come with that, with having a baby, you know, um, 
you know, so I think you taking the time to kind of note that and just bring that up. Uh, again, I hope people hear that and recognize it's something that, you know, anybody can deal with. You know, it's not just this kind of random one-off, you know, disorder that, you know, only some people deal with that anybody can kind of go through something like that. Yeah. And it's more common than most people think. I think it was like, I had to look it up to be honest with you, because I'm like postpartum depression, like men get that too. Um, but I, I it, to be completely honest, but it was something that I looked up and I, I think it was like one in, out of every 10 men get it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's very common, you know, so. And, and then that, that well. also just, just to, cause we, we talk about stuff on a macro level, um, and just societal wise, when you look at the United States in, in terms of paid leave that they give, the United States doesn't even have a national paid leave policy for mothers. Yeah. Again, I'll say it again. There's no national policy for, for leave for for their mothers. So again, they're not thinking about, so we're not even close to thinking about the fathers. If the mothers don't even have uh paid leave um, for their maternity leave, there's no paternity leave that's even being talked about for in America. And even though America is one of the richest countries, is super far behind on that, you know. Um, so I think that's just very, very, very interesting. And just like, bro, just take the time you need, dog. Like, it, it's it's astounding to me that there's no. It's not astounding because this country is this country, and this country has the history that it has. But at the same time, I, I mean, I do have to highlight just the 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 backwardness of not being able to have paid leave both mother and father um, during this time of raising a newborn. And and the guaranteed paid leave, right? The fact that it should be guaranteed national policy, national policy. Right. Because there are, there are programs and agencies that will offer it, but you know, there's nothing like D said nationally recognizes. This is the standard that all agencies, corporations must abide by. Um, which again, I think speaks to how far behind, you know, America is and in a lot of things, but especially mental health. Yeah. I think there's like other countries that are offering like 20 up to 20 weeks, 20 plus weeks of paid leave. For for and, men and women, I feel yeah. like it's um, some Nordic countries like Norway or Sweden. Yeah. yeah I think it's all like the Europeans. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think for our agency alone, I think it's, you could take family medical leave, but that's eight weeks of no pay. Like you can, you could technically be off for eight weeks and you can't, there's, there isn't really like a breach of contract up until that eighth week, but you don't receive any pay. That's crazy. I think um, we could end here, but I just hope that um, for the audience and, and listeners, um, when you do hear this, um, I hope that I am in a, a better mental state so that, you know, I can keep, you know, giving, you know, good con- help with, you know, good content and things like that. Like, I, just, you know, hopefully, you know, once this is over, I can you know, go about trying to seek my help. Obviously, it's not going to be something that happens you know, from tomorrow, tonight, wake up tomorrow, and everything's perfectly normal. It's going to be a process. And I want to keep the listeners in on this process and stuff. And 
listeners, if you want to reach out to me on, on Instagram and, you know, just talk about, you know, what I'm going through and, and that's perfectly fine. Social media, Facebook, Instagram, whatever platform you want to reach out to me, trust me, I'll sit here and listen. I'll tell you what I'm going through and I'll do my best to help you to, to understand it. But I just want to make sure you guys know that, you know, most importantly, you guys are not alone. Men, women, regardless, asexual, whatever uh, denomination you want to, to claim, regardless, I just want to let y'all know, like, somebody Man is, said is denomination. Here. What are we talking, religion now? <laughs> Bro, I told you, I'm going to fall right No now. matter what session player, I'm here for you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, Mook, and that, with, with that being said, where can the good people find you? Yeah, okay, you can my lines right now. <laughs> he won't study yeah, this like, one. But um, you can find me on on my my Twitter at primetime mook, and you can find me on Instagram at what am I at this point? I changed Hail my Instagram Hail mook. Hail mook. Hail mook. Hail mook. All right. Shout out to Tupac. That's where I got the name from. But run with me. <laughs> so, but you can find me on there. But always. Before you even follow me, make sure you follow us at off the rip dot podcast and off the rip underscore podcast. So, like I always say, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to give us a listen, and I promise you will not be disappointed. And that's been another episode, special edition of Off the Rip. If you ain't listening, then what the fuck is you doing, yo? <laughs> All the family fuck up split. All the minds corrupted. All that trying to look, look, it's too late for you. It's too late for me. The game is.